Hello, hello, hello. Good morning to everyone watching right now. Good evening or good afternoon, because everybody uh, of our audience is basically based all over the world. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, today's show is a little bit different uh, than we would normally do, because today we have a guest on the show, author of two number one selling books, uh, Got Attitude and the 90-day marketing plan, Cody John Butler. Welcome, Cody. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for, for having me on the show. It's a real privilege. I appreciate it. Thank you. No, it, it's, uh, um, we are very grateful for you to be willing to, uh, on, to be on our show. Um, first off, I think it's good for you to tell a little bit more about yourself, Cody, so that everybody watching knows what it is you do, where you're based, uh, your companies or a sure. company or multiple companies and, and what it is you do. Sure. So basically I, I help businesses create more revenue, create more sales, create more customers, the actual, the actual part that people go into business for. So uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm always starting companies. Uh, it's what I love to do. And I think it, it started very young. I realized at a very young age, Marcel, that if I wanted the things, if I was going to get the things that I actually wanted out of life, I was going to have to, be a little bit different. So I think when I was 11 years old, there was a bicycle that I wanted in, in the UK, actually. And it was 200 pounds and my pocket money was up, was one pound a week at that point. So to 11 year old, you know, it was looking at 200 weeks, impossible. So I just grabbed a bucket and, and a sponge and started knocking on people's doors and say, hey, you know, I'll wash your car for five pounds. And that that's where it all started. That was my first business. I think that's the core, right? Having that mindset, knowing where you need to start and having that goal, I think, one of the main things we all share is that we have that vision, we have that mission that we're heading towards to, and uh, and then it's a matter of just executing and building based of that. So I think that's uh, that comes down to the core. So um, to tell a little bit more, basically on on uh, what it, you just recently uh, launched is or published is the yeah uh, the ninety day marketing plan. What Absolutely. is that book all about? So what is it? So, yeah. So uh, the, 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 the book title is a dead giveaway, hopefully, the 90-day marketing oh, plan. Yes, so, it is. <laughs> definitely. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of business owners go into business because they have a passion, they have something they love, and they have something that they're very good at. And, yes. and they're, they're, they have the illusion that they can combine their passion with their income and create this utopic environment. But the reality is most business owners are very good at the actual product service delivery side of what they do but they're, they're really lacking on the marketing side the, the whole build it and they will come mentality out there and it's really not true it's like build it and they will and you'll go broke is a more accurate statement i would say so what what most businesses owners don't really understand when they first go into business is that marketing is the money part of your business it's the money part of your business if you're great at marketing you're going to make great money if you're poor at marketing you're going to make very poor money and most business owners fall into the category of being very poor at marketing through no fault of their own that they, they focused, you know, they've come out of a, you know, a corporate environment or they've come out of a, a company and they just, you know, they, they see how they can innovate. They can, they see how they can improve on an area of the market and that's their gift in and that's what they're good at, but they don't understand the marketing side of things. So the, the, the utopic environment that they think that they're going to create actually turns into, you know, a, a prison basically. Yeah. So, the 90-day marketing plan is to give some is designed to give some structure, some direction, and some very actionable steps to any business owner to, to go from where they are to 
you know, really have a solid marketing plan. Yeah. Guess guess how long? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, probably nine days. Well, you know, so um, basically for uh, a lot of people listening, I guess, and for me as well, I caught myself thinking the marketing plan basically, or the marketing in general, I mean, um, doesn't necessarily mean paid marketing, right? It's no. also, it's, it's the way you present yourself out there. And, and that might be a misconception for a lot of people. It's not necessarily paid. It's just also the way you, yeah. Or uh, besides yeah. that, the website it, presentation. It, it, exactly. So marketing is, is presenting your products or services in such a way that creates desire to purchase. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so, nice yeah. so that So that's really important. So like, you know, Clarity is, 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 a, is a force multiplier. Focus is a, more, is a force multiplier. So clarity is very important. Words are important. Words matter. And they, they, they really matter in marketing. So having, you know, if you say, okay, well, we're going to create a marketing plan for your business, understanding that marketing is the money part of your business, then it's probably good to have a definition of what marketing is, right? So we can get that yeah. clarity about what we're going for. So th- there's what is your definition of what it comes down to marketing in general for people? For yeah, so, so it will be what I just said. So it will be presenting your products or services in such a way that creates desire and interest to purchase. Oh, yeah. Basically what you said yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. To purchase being that creates desire and interest to purchase is, is, is the important part of that statement. So a lot of people create a website thinking that they're marketing. It creates no desire and interest to create yeah. an impulse for a purchase. So they think that they're marketing, but they don't have a clear, clearly defined definition of what marketing is, which is, you know, presenting your products in a way that creates a desire to purchase. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you think um, do you think marketing's actually got harder for people because there's more different things now to do with social media? The digital age has pre- presented lots more options now. So do you think it's got a more more, more difficult for people? Yeah, that, that, that's a good question, Darren. So I, I don't think like the, the time that we're in is unprecedented opportunity intermingled with unprecedented difficulty. Yeah. So we have more opportunity than we've ever had in the history of mankind, and we've got more challenges than we've ever faced in the history of mankind. So it's like you want no opportunity and no difficulty. So, you know, the difficulty the difficulty difficulty comes because, like, you have to understand marketing is two things. It's like it's human psychology and it's math. Yeah, human True. psychology is the same from from Julius Caesar to the Jetsons. Math is the same from you know Adam and Eve to you know, the Jetsons, it's never going to, math never changes, human nature never changes. Human beings don't fundamentally change. So I like that. You know, what what drives human beings forward, what gets human beings to make decisions is, is, is still the same. But where the difficulty comes in is there are so many choices out there. There are so many shiny objects. There are so many people screaming that it confuses people. <laughs> yeah, that's what basically a lot of marketing is. So, so what happens is to make sorry? sure you do it in certain ways that keeps it yeah. interesting. Obviously, at a yeah. certain moment, we get used to certain Yeah, so, so, so great great marketing, Marcel, is simplicity on the far side of complexity, is, is what I like to say. And what I mean by that, it's the simplest thing in the world, but most people have to go all the way through complexity to get to the realization that this is actually very simple. Yeah. So with the business owner, what happens is, is they become confused when they become confused they become overwhelmed, and when they become overwhelmed, they just go into a state of inacti- inactivity, and that is the enemy. Yeah. That's the enemy. So it's not that marketing is necessarily difficult or you know, it's more challenging than it, than it once was. It's that there are so many choices that your enemy now is confusion and overwhelm. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, yeah. So, so, so like, sorry, go on. 
So no, what? Uh, please go on. Well, what, what is it you want to say? Yeah. So, so as, as I said, like you know, clarity is a force multiplier. So once you become clear and once you become focused, it's like that. That has a, a, you know that that has a, a, a compounding effect on your activities. So the, you know, step one is always getting really, really clear. What what do you want? Why do you want it? You know, once you know those two things, then actually everything else becomes really relatively simple. Yeah. The text it's, it's, is very easy. it's always kind of like uh, seeing that goal, seeing that purpose, seeing that where you want to head into and then break it down into smaller portions. And then, you know, building up those small, smaller portions in a way that, you know, and obviously you never really know when, whenever something's going to succeed, but in a way that you find out through experience that it's going to work out. So If, yeah. if 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 you would give advice for people just starting out, so let's say people uh, have no experience within within this marketing field, what would you say? What is a great place to start? So is it that right sitting down writing out, or how would you say uh, your advice would be for small business or people willing to start? So so the, that, that's a good question. I like that question. So the first thing is going to be. It's going to be nothing to do with marketing at all. It's going to be like, what? Why are you doing what you're doing? Let, let's figure that out. Yeah, because let, let's just be honest. We're all business owners. It's like it's difficult, right? It's difficult. It's hard. And it's like if you're going to push through the difficulty, if you're going to make this make this work, it's like you've got to have motivation. You know, it's early in the morning where you guys are. You guys got out of bed early in the morning to do this show. Why? Because you're motivated. Why are you motivated? Because I'm guessing you've got a vision bigger than you, oh, right? Yeah. That gets me even motivated by you saying that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I can feel it flowing through me. <laughs> But you would, you know, you'd just be in bed. If you didn't have that vision, you would, you would be, I mean, I get up, you know, I'm in Australia, so I deal with crappy times as well. I mean, I get up at four o'clock <laughs> in the morning to do interviews. Why? Because, you know, the vision is bigger than sleep. It's true. You know, I, I want to feel the success more than I want to feel the, the comfort of sleep. So you've got to know what it is. You've got to know what it is that you want and you've got to know why you want it and that why has to be bigger than you yeah it has to be more important than obviously, you obviously it cannot surround around you because if it surrounds yeah. around you then you will be self-motivated and and it comes it goes hand in hand because obviously we all feel the satisfaction of you know striving for that goal but it has to be bigger obviously because that yeah. is in the end um yeah. The, your clients, the people that you work with, Absolutely. they need to have benefits from something. So yeah. that's that's okay. So, so after they've so after they've kind of established what it is there, why they want to be doing uh, what they're doing, what would you advise is the next step? So once you've got that clarity, it's then to formulate. It's to it's to start with the end in mind. So what's the end goal? What's the end game? Yeah. So. Most people just, they just go through, it's like, you know, it, you know whatever's next, right? What's that? Whatever's next, whatever's next, whatever shows up. There's no plan. So what's the end game? Where do you want to be? Why do you want to be there? So let, let me give you an example. So when I, I started a marketing agency, not because I, I wanted to start a marketing agency, I had a bunch of conditions that I wanted in a business. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm English, my wife's Australian. So travel was always going to be a part of our lives, stuff like that. So it's like, okay, well, I need a business that I can, operate from anywhere in the world with an internet and a phone connection i need a certain amount of income to, to fund this i don't want to be i don't want to be flying economy class you know 27 hours across the you know if anyone's done that it's not <laughs> like, yeah you know, I, i want to be flying business class at least you know it's like so i need a certain amount of income it needs to be high ticket it needs to be reoccurring it needs to be free from government regulation mm -hmm. it, it needs to be all of these criteria there's probably 20 or 30 criteria of what i was looking for in a business that was my end goal 
And yep. then I started working backwards from there. It's like, okay, well, uh, I have to be able to operate from anywhere in the world. Well, a coffee shop's out of the question then, isn't it? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, know. That's true. That might be a little bit difficult. <laughs> yeah, so, so I started working backwards and then arrived at marketing agency. And it's like, okay, well, this is the business. That's going to support my, my, you know, that's going to support my outcome in the business, which supports my why. Mm-hmm. So now there's alignment all the way through. Yep. So it's starting with the end in mind. So the first question is, you know, what's the end goal? And then the only thing, every, everything then needs to lead to the next step. What is the next step? Map that out. You know, if you want, uh, if you want to do a million dollars in sales this year, we'll map that out. We need to do $100,000 this month. We'll map that. Then you need to do $25,000 this week. Then you need to do $3,000 today. Yeah, yeah. I like that because I've seen that online. It was like, well, basically, if you break that down, if I put every, some money aside every single day you know, to become a millionaire, obviously, it's about the goal. So basically, what it comes down to is setting that foundation, setting what it is that you want yourself and yeah. what it is that you want to offer as value towards the person. And once you have that foundation, you know, that's where you build a successful business because, yeah, yeah otherwise... Yeah. You don't, you don't really have an idea on where you're going towards to. So yeah. that that might be your advice for people just starting out. So first, get that 100% clear. And that might take some time, I guess. It I should mean, take some time. Yeah, and it will it always develop, right? <laughs> it's it's kind of like something yeah. that keeps on developing. I mean, yeah. I noticed myself that, you know, the way the mission and the vision where I want to head towards, yeah. Yeah, I started yeah. as a freelancer and then kind of like evolve. Okay, well, I'm turning into a business. So that's an unevolving thing. So Never don't be ending. afraid to don't not. So for the people just starting out or people, you know, looking at it, don't be afraid to be wrong. Also being wrong is a good thing because that gives you some knowledge in, in learning. Like, okay, how do I need to do it differently? Or where do I need to change? And yeah, also yeah. the market changes. Sorry, Marcel, I missed that last uh, bit. Sorry. And I said, and also the market changes. So basically that all Absolutely, goes and, yeah. uh, and yeah. is connected. So, um, in terms of an effective marketing plan, so continuing a little bit about your book, an effective marketing plan, would you say, uh, uh, um, how would you describe that? Obviously, get, having the foundations right, and is that getting the results, or how would you sum up? Yeah, foundation, foundation is everything. Your, your foundation is everything. So you've really got to know who you serve. You've got to know what they really want. Those are the two things, right? And that and makes it up an effective marketing plan. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. I mean, it's, it's the foundation of everything. I mean, it's basic stuff, right? I mean, set plays wins games. Sorry, it's come again? Set plays wins games. True story. Yeah. <laughs> it's set plays that win games. It's not the superstar. I mean, the superstar gets all the glory, but it's the set plays that win the games. Yeah. And, and that's what we're talking about, you know, here. It's like it, it's marketing basics. It's like getting the fundamentals nailed it's getting your fundamental net fundamentals nailed. it's understanding where how is wealth created how is how is wealth created and then 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 pursuing that so let me let me give you an example so yeah in order to create you 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 can't pursue wealth directly you can't pursue happiness directly you can't really pursue anything directly and what i mean by that is like to, to create ice for example you can't pursue ice directly you have to understand the environment in which ice is created which is water and a sub-zero environment if you put water in a sub-zero environment, you don't have to get down on your knees in front of your freezer and, and start praying and say, please turn to ice. This drink is too yeah. hot. <laughs> no. No, nothing else can happen. It's a natural law. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the that's same the same with business. A- a- absolutely. So it's understanding yeah. where is wealth created? How is success? You can't 
chase success directly. You can only you can only understand how it's created. It's true. It's part of basically uh, a lot of people are focused on certain things, certain aspects, you know. But it's part of yeah. You know, you need to enjoy the journey itself as well. And the angle could definitely be, well, I want to earn a certain income, but that's part of the process. You can, I mean, I would say you cannot focus on that, but you can focus on that, but it's something that goes along with it. The benefits yeah. that you experience goes along with throughout the yeah. process. Yeah. And yeah. Sorry, I was going to say. Sorry, Darren. Don't go for it, Cody. Yeah, so I'll give you an example. So if I'm looking to increase sales, if I'm looking to go on, on a drive and create more sales, the conversation that I'll have with my team, I won't go to them and say, how can we create more sales? Because that's going to create a horrible experience. That's probably going to have the opposite effect. They're going to cut corners and they're going to, you know, they're going to try and that doesn't work. So I'll go to my team and the conversation that I'll have with them is I'll say, you know, guys, how can we create a better experience for our customers? Yeah. How how, how can we find a way, you know, has anybody got any ideas how we can add more value to what it is that we're doing? How can we improve our offering? Because that, that's, the, that, that's the water and that's the freezer, right? It's like, how can we add more value? That's the, that's the freezer, you know. How can we create a better experience for our customers, for our users, for our clients? That's the, that's the you know, that's the two things coming together. That's the environment in which wealth will be created. That's the environment in which success will come. Yeah. So, once you understand that, it just becomes a question of asking better questions. How can we create a better experience? How can yeah. we create more value? Focusing on those things will produce the end result. True. I've got uh, here's a question okay. for you. Um, there's a lot of businesses out there that kind of compete in the same market, so they've become quite saturated. So, in your experience, what advice would you give to somebody to have a sort of a more in, improved competitive advantage over their uh, kind of similar businesses? Yeah, so it's going to depend on, on you know, if we're talking, are we talking tangibles or non-tangible goods, essentially? Are we talking like services or products, would you say? Because, you know, like... So let's go with services, because there's always a bit more tricky with services, isn't it? Okay, so, yeah. So services is actually really easy. So the, the one the one thing that you... Gen, the only, you only have one USP, Darren. You only have one genuine USP, and that's that you are you. There's only one Darren Winter. Yeah. So, so my advice is... You know, well, a lot of people are like, you know, they'll try and imitate somebody or they'll try and copy someone. I'm like, you've just given away your only USP. Like, uh, true. you know, give give people, people will want to work with you in a service-based environment because they like you. I yeah. Like right? I really you know, they'll, they'll work with you because they like, so, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm quite direct. I'm quite to the point. It's like, I don't deal with stupidity very well. I don't deal with inactivity very well. So it's mm -hmm. like, if you, if you watch any of my material that I put out there, the goal of that is to expose my personality so it tr attracts the people that, that like that directness and it repels the people that don't. So at, at the end of the day, it's like if you want a very direct approach, if, you want, if you're going to take action, you're going to get a lot of love. If you don't take action, you're going to get the stick. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you want to be told straight, then I'm your guy, right? And, and yeah. it's my, it, that's my USP. If I try to be Darren, Darren Winton, if I just look at your website and copy you and I try and copy your podcast, it's like, why would somebody work with me when, you know, I'm imitating you? Why wouldn't they just go to the genuine article? Yeah. So, you know, the first thing also, is let your personality shine through. And that's also the easiest to just be yourself. I mean, yeah. and, and, you know, but the tricky thing is, is that 
you know, some people might say, well, but I'm not that interesting. Well, that's not true. You just need to find the way to make yourself, obviously, you need to provide value in a certain way. And you cannot please everybody. That's something a lot of people need to keep in mind as well. You cannot just or please everybody. Try? Sorry? Or should you try? Yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, I mean, if they don't like you, so be it. If you be yourself, that's the easiest. And, and if you feel, well, I'm not interesting enough, I think uh, 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 that's not, that's not a, a, you obviously need to offer something of value, but then that's basically what it comes down to. So what I just wanted to say in between uh, is uh, if anyone has any questions for us or for Cody, or yeah. if you have any thoughts about what we're talking about right now, definitely put it down in the chat and we will address that right, right now because we're live. <laughs> so um, one of your sayings, you know, obviously by the little pre-chat and was uh, your favorite saying was focus on uh, income generating activity. Absolutely. What did, why is that your favorite saying? What, what is it? Can you explain a little bit more about that? Why you feel that or why? Because business is about creating is, is about income. Like, you know, people argue, me, argue with me about that and they go, oh, what about contribution? What about this and that? It's like, well, you, you can, if you want to do something charitable, you can go to church, you can join a charity, whatever. It's like, there's lots of ways to make charitable contributions. Business is about sure. income. It's about producing income. So, you know, I don't make any bones about that. It's like, I'm in business to make money. That's it's it. You know? It's I a way to sustain as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, I'm not confused about that. So if, if I'm in business to make money, then... Surely, income generated activity is the most important thing I can be doing. True. So, again, it's a mindset. So, you've got to understand that as human beings, we will not act in a way that's inconsistent with our core identity. So, if our core identity is that of a business owner, we can we can spend a lot of time during the day doing activities that don't generate income. Like we could be paying invoices, or we could be dealing with the accountant, or we could be mm-hmm. negotiating with suppliers, stuff like that. All of that satisfies the identity of being a business owner, but none of it's income generating. No, that is. When you shift your identity to say, I'm a marketer who owns a business, my identity is a marketer who happens to own a business. Now, your, your activities of a marketer or your activities as a marketer generally by default are going to be income generating. Yeah, I think, but that makes pretty much sense, right? I mean, in terms of you need to need money to sustain a business and, 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 and this income, obviously, you need to focus about that on that. Otherwise, there will be no business. In yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do it at... A, I think that, you know, it goes along with other passions in, in terms of like what you want to offer, value-based. But one of the things, and a lot of people perceive that as a, a negative thing. Well, you're only focused about the money. Well, you know, and if that's so, what's wrong about that? If that that's person's <laughs> goal and, 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 and being focused you know, on yeah. some people are very materialistic. There's nothing wrong about that. If you ide- idealize that, you know, then that person should do that. You know, and, and if that's their goal, they should focus on that. There's nothing wrong about that. And in the end, it's it's about what makes you happy. That's right. And a lot of people take... Uh, I was going to say, a lot of what you talk about, like Cody, similar to the four-hour work week with Tim Ferriss, um, kind of read through that book. So how would you say what you're advising is maybe slightly different? Do you, do you kind of still subscribe to there is such a thing as a four-hour work week now? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know, that's a very sexy title that did what it was intended to do, which was yeah. entice people. He's not suggesting in that book that you should work four hours a week. It's basically a book on business process outsourcing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So yes, I, I agree with that. But even there, look, here's my philosophy on that. It's like just because, you know, Tim Ferriss would say anything that can be outsourced should be outsourced. I, I disagree with him on that. So my, my question is what brings the best version of Darren to the business? What brings out the best version of Darren? Because that's what's going to be best for the business. So, for you know, what what brings, you know, there are certain things that bring out the best of me. Interviews, for example. I love interviews. Like, I've got a whole team that just set up interviews for me because that brings out the best of me. And if the best of me is coming out, then that's going to translate to my team. That's going to translate to my customer experience. And that's going to translate to my bottom line. So, you know, it's like I, I shouldn't outsource that even if I can. And vice versa, there's stuff that brings out the worst of me. So I need to get that off the table. So the question is, sorry, go on, Marcel. No, sorry, but it's true what you're saying. But then, you know, you kind of have a li- maybe a little bit agree on that. You know, you outsource the stuff and maybe I, I misunderstood that wrong, but, you know, uh, you outsource the stuff that, you know, obviously you need to keep doing what you're good at and, yeah. and, and what your important role is within the company. You cannot outsource everything, but you need to outsource the stuff that can be outsourced or hire someone for that sake, right? So that's something you do agree on then. Oh, I outsource most, I outsource lots and lots of stuff I do. Like the stuff that, that, that brings out the best of me, I do it myself, even if I can outsource it. So there, there are certain tasks within the business that I could outsource, but it's like the, it, it gets me excited, it gets me energized, it gets me interested. So if it's bringing out those qualities in me, then I need to keep doing them because those, those tasks, because those are the qualities that are going to inspire and motivate. Yeah. So, so just just because you can outsource, it doesn't necessarily mean you should out. I mean, it, it's a matter of opinion, right? I mean, if if you're genuinely going after a four hour work week, but I, but you know, I would say like if, if if you feel like, you know, you're you're working forty hours a week or whatever, you're in the wrong business anyway. I mean, I, you know, I work now, it doesn't feel like it. No, uh, it's the hundred percent true. It's part of your lifestyle. It's part of. I love it. You, you know, are. Like, yeah. yeah. I, if I you're totally doing what you love, you shouldn't be looking at, you know, how can I outsource what I love? How can I get rid of what I love? It's like, no, a, you know, watch, you know, there's a few tasks during the week that are, you know, it's like true. It's you shouldn't strive for making that work week on, unless you're just want to be le- as less involved as possible, I think. And then the outsourcing is just on stuff yeah. that, you know, that someone else can easily do. And, and, you know, you should focus on the stuff that is important for, what you should do and yeah. what only you can do best uh, and the rest, you know, that can be automized. It can be outsourced. Well, all right. So um, last question. I don't know if Darren has any more questions. So uh, if you, if we would look forward, so we're already mostly through uh, 2020 looking forward to 2021. What do, would you say that, you know, focusing on being value-based will I think it's a core fundamental, obviously, but will there be a more interesting? Will there be a, maybe a shift? Is that is the what are the trends for 2021? It sounds really like an awful question, but what can we see happening? Do you have any ideas on that? What we're heading towards? Then? Yeah, I mean, it's like nothing good. you know it's like the the direction that the world's going in is it's not a good direction right now i don't think i mean obviously like there's the pandemic which may you know whatever you feel about that like yeah 
front. I'm not going to get into that, but it's like no. you know, that the actions that the governments are taking to deal with this, you know, that there's going to be serious re- repercussions within the business community for sure. Oh yeah. You know, that, whether the, the virus is real or not is one thing. The actions that the government's taking are absolutely 100% real. So, you know, I, I would say like moving forward, I think people are going to be looking at reducing unnecessary expenditure. Yeah. So as a business owner, I'm looking at, you know, I, I work with businesses. So the way I'm looking at it is like, how can I shift to work with businesses that own essential services or, or how, how can I work with businesses that now have become uh, prominent that weren't prominent before? So a great example with that is like I'm working with lots of, or not lots, but I'm working with a number of dental offices in California mm-hmm. because the only service that they're allowed to provide is emergency dental. So a lot of a lot of dental offices that were not really focused at all, not even concerned about emergency dental, now it's really on their mind and they really want yeah. to promote that. They really want to help push that because it's all they've got. It's all they can. So that's me going like, okay, well, let's look and see. You know, a shift has happened here. Some businesses have gone down, but some have risen up. Where, where are the businesses that are coming up that need the help? So as, as entrepreneurs, I would look at it like that. It's like which businesses are going to rise up, which sectors are going to rise up as a result of what's going on. Yeah, and really, you know, hit your wagon to that versus which which industries are going to, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't be starting an airline at this point in time or anything like that. <laughs> I wouldn't be buying a hotel or, or a travel agent. You know, it's like <laughs> it's true. It's it's kind of looking at the environment in which we are in right now, and then see where that is heading. It's very funny, and and that's uh, you know. Very funny to see that once that COVID hit, you know, everybody kind of like, we cannot go to the gym anymore. We were bound to stay at home. So there was a high increase in e-commerce. It was an insane uh, 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 increase in e-commerce fitness equipment. So, you know, playing on that stuff, uh, um, you know, um, keeping that in mind, thinking what can happen, where will it all lead to, and then play on to that. And that's something you also have to implement, you know, in your marketing. Like you mentioned, those dental offices, basically. Target, target market. Who's your target market now? Target market. What, what do they yeah. need? You know, target market mm-hmm. need. The target market and the need has shifted. So, And what I do they need in the future? Because a lot of people are looking at right now, but what it might be more interesting as well to look into the future. Six months, 12 And look, Marcel, this is nothing new. I mean, a pandemic on a global scale with this level of government intervention is new, obviously. We've not experienced yeah. that as far as I'm aware. But, like, if we look at, at at some point, you know, newspaper ruled the world and then radio came along and it was it was a, a tectonic shift in the way marketing yeah. was done. And a few years later, television came along. And, again, you know, opportunity presented. You know, some businesses profited. Some pe- businesses went the other direction. A few years later, the Internet comes along. So how, how business is done is constantly evolving. This is nothing new. It's, it's always changing. It's this shift of how business is going to be done so there'll be winners and there'll be losers and, and that's going to come down to the individual it's like you know is this the opportunity that you've been waiting your entire life for is this are you going to go you know hide under your bed and put some covers over you and just hope it all goes away yeah yeah it's true it's, it's just a different a little bit of a different environment but it always goes and i'm a firm believer of this as well it always goes back to the fun uh, the basics the basics will always remain the same just the environment changes and you have to adjust to that. So looking for what will work uh, in terms of like what in 2021, well, we can only predict so much yeah. of what will come and how we can uh, hook up onto that. And um, if that is in terms of marketing strategies, 
it will play itself out and, and just uh, I think also interesting in trying something new, but definitely being focused on specific, keeping yeah. it very specific and not talking to anyone. But, you know, we can go on and on about that. Uh, is there, uh, um, uh, let's finish up this uh, uh, um, okay. live, uh, live show right now. So do you have any last thing to say, any tips that you want to share? And maybe also some shout outs on where they can find you uh, for more information <laughs> about you. That might be interesting, obviously. But. Yeah. Look, you know, here's, here's my advice. You know, I've got two pieces of advice, really. And it's like, never give up. Like, know, know what you want, know why you want it, and never give up. That's it. Like, most people just quit too soon. That, that, that's all there is to it. Tony Robbins says most people overestimate what they can achieve in a year and underestimate what they can achieve in 10. And I find, I find that to be true. It's people think that things happen, are going to happen faster in the short term than they actually do. And they think that they can accomplish much less than they can in the long term. So, Never give up. You know, if if you believe in what you're doing and, and you're core to it, it's 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 for you. It's your it's your purpose in life. Just just don't give up. Never give up. And the second piece of advice is is really enjoy the journey. Just just be allow yourself to be a passenger some of the time. Just just oh. allow yourself to be a passenger and be you know everything that. If, if I could go back and talk to a, a younger me, it would be like enjoy the the journey. It's like a lot of the, the things that I stressed about, a lot of the things that caused me worry and problems. Waste of time, man. Waste of you know. I probably have a little bit more hair now. If if, if I'm <laughs> you obviously worried a lot there, Darren. I but... say, yeah, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, no. but that's it. You know, enjoy enjoy the journey. It's like you know, we're in this we're in this because it's supposed to be fun, right? It's true. It's supposed to be fun. We start businesses because it's supposed to be fun, and it, it provides something that the the, the job and the, the conventional route doesn't provide. It's like. So just enjoy it. Just have a good time. Don't let it become a prison for you. It doesn't need to be. And if you want to find me, then co- you know I- I'm available on pretty much you know the usual suspects. Social media. If you just search Cody <laughs> Butler on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, CodyButler.com. Obviously, books are available on Amazon. Just search Cody Butler on Amazon. Also, oh, the ninety okay. day marketing plan dot biz. The ninety day marketing plan dot biz. Is where Thank you, you so go. much. Before Cody, you thanks. go, I, I just want to ask, what's the next big thing for Cody? What's what's next on your hit list? What do you want to be achieving? So, so the next thing for me is legacy. Right, legacy. So you know what? Th- this is like when when you're talking about the end game, it's like this is the ultimate end game, right? It's like what is, what is what is, what are you going to leave behind? Are you going to leave your kids something to take over? You know, because that really is going to that's really shifts how you think. That, that really shifts the, the the decisions that you make on a daily basis. So it's like this, this interview even here, for example, it's like how the question that I ask myself is like how, I, how, how is this interview or how I conduct myself on this interview, how is that going to affect my legacy? Because this is forever, right? It's out of my control at this point. It's like this, this is your guys' intellectual property. You can do whatever you want with it. So it's like how I conduct yeah. myself, when I say, <laughs> impacts my legacy. So that affects my decision-making at this time. So uh, whereas previously I'd asked myself, you know, what's the income generating activity today or how does this impact the income generating activity? Now I'm asking myself, how does this impact my legacy or how does this work towards my legacy? Oh, so that's great. That's a great answer. And before you go, please say hi to Mary because she's been great on email. So she's uh, she's been chasing me <laughs> down for this date, for this podcast. So uh, she's very well organized <laughs> and very, very pleasant to deal with. So uh, hi to Mary. Mary is amazing. Is there is there a copy of this I can get somewhere I can send it to? Because she will really appreciate that. Because she doesn't oh, get, yeah. she only gets to see the, the the back end of the business. She only gets to see the email inbox. She just rarely gets to see this stuff. 
I'll make sure no. we, we'll send you the link today so uh, yeah, you'll, you'll get the whole recording. And it's yeah, going to be already on Facebook works. right now. So yeah. it's for everybody uh, to enjoy. So, um, Cody, thank you so much for yeah, being on uh, today's show. Bless you, boys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Anything Definitely. I can do to help you out, let me know. I'd love to, I'd love to reciprocate here as well. So thank you. Definitely. Oh yeah, we we'll, yeah, we'll happily come on your show if you if you let us know a time or, or we'll happily come across and uh, talk Tom, about. Tom, Mary will be in touch. All right, <laughs> we will be in touch with Mary. No, thank you so much, Cody. Um, if I hope everybody enjoyed the live show as well, subscribe to our social channels. We're not only on video, we also do audio. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you know basically all the uh, other audio uh, um, platforms. Um, yeah, that was it. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we will talk to you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you.